0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link
1: in the show description to support now. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Frater, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Pappy McPapperson Pappably Ab- Papridge. God, I almost got through it. I almost got through it. Papably McPapperson, Papically Paverage.
0: I don't think any of those were real words either. So, okay, Patty, like, take okay. your medicine and go to sleep, okay? All right, okay.
1: We're on one today.
0: I, you we are. Got, we got, we got, you up, are, so We got downs.
1: So we got all arounds. Bring it around town, baby. Yeah, no, I, I I've, I've just got. You're it. coming
0: in off that, your boy Kong Ming Hai. Dude, so.
1: this ep- uh, we will get into it later. But this episode
0: was—why don't you get into it now? Amazing. Just get into get into your one yeah. hits. Let's go. What do you, okay, what, what you want to just? What do you want? You think we're gonna have a I casual have conversation? Fine. You think I like talking to you? No, just get on with it.
1: Says the man who flew from Michigan to Massachusetts to meet me. Okay, fine. It's okay. I flew from the wow. DFW area to meet you in Massachusetts. Wow. So whatever. Hey, you're not. I'm not the one that's moving to you potentially.
0: Just hey saying. hey now whoa 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 hey,
1: hey now, listen you get your you te- get
0: your butt ch- you get your butt touched by a man and, mm-hmm. and things change okay what can i say okay. that meeting uh was magical things happened it all was right
1: perfectly paverage.
0: It, it was the, you couldn't have said it better by self and by that i mean i probably couldn't have even said it to begin with
1: your boy kong ming um <laughs> yeah i'll start with this quick hit real quick um you remember how, well, you don't because you've never watched it, but audience members who are listening to this, do you remember that rap episode of Zombie Land Saga? This is that episode, but somehow take it to another level. Just, it's, it in another level, and not in the sense of just lyric-wise, but, like, music-wise in, like, the way they, like, the stylization of their beats is pretty good. The lyrics are pretty good. But, like, the, also the animation surrounding all of that is a bit... Not a bit better. It is significantly better than Zombieland Saga. Not for the fact of just, like... I mean, they're two widely different shows. But, like, the really the only shows you can compare rap scenes to would be Zombieland Saga, this, and I guess maybe the Porcupine from... uh. Why can I not think of the show that we love?
0: The Porcupine. Oh, you mean Odd Taxi? Yeah. Wow, you threw me for a loop. I mean, but he raps just in well, yeah. like as that's, his general way of I mean, speaking.
1: That's kind of how this kid rapped in his episode. Long story short, this is a very good episode. It goes places. <laughs> They're like trying to hire a rapper, and then this kid like it follows like this kid who's like the number one rapper, but he's. Because he gained so much success, he feels so much more pressure. And because of that pressure, he gained, like, really bad stomach ulcers. So he quits and people want him to come back and yada, yada, yada. It's just just go watch this fucking show. Just go watch it. It's phenomenal. It, like, everything from the music to the writing to the jokes to the animation, everything about the show is so freaking good. That it's just one of those things like, yeah, this is that dark horse, but it's starting to creep up there more and more that like, if you haven't heard of it by now, if you haven't watched a few episodes by now, you're really freaking missing out. There's no, like every big Anatuber out there is talking about this show. There's no way you haven't heard of it yet. And if you haven't, this is me telling you, go watch it. I just, I highly we, doubt Yeah.
0: I highly doubt no one's at least heard the OP. Like I haven't even started watching yet, but I I hear the the opening song like everywhere. Like every bum, other TikTok bum, is just chiki, yeah. Chiki, bum, bum. yeah. It's it's like it's, every it's other not thing even on. Great,
1: it's just catchy. It's just catchy and it's just like it doesn't God, have to
0: man. be great. Like like it just it, has if you catchy. ever if you ever listen to like like one of my favorite openings of all time is I think it's season three or four of Black Clover and it's the Black Rover song by, I can't remember the band name. Uh, the the lyrics are weird. It's like half in English, and the English lyrics make no sense. And, like, the other half is in Japanese, and I don't understand. But it's just catchy, and it's really good. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a banger. It just has to be catchy so, and sound so good. So half
1: Japanese, half English, yet zero understanding from you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very common in my situation, though. That's like, fair. minimal understanding.
1: I will say, if you have not started the show, if you have not watched it, please give it a few episodes. It's, there's a little bit of something for everyone in the show minus action. There's no real action in it. But if you, if you don't tend to like action shows, there's a little bit of something in there for you, whether it be the slice of life, the comedy, the music, whatever. It's, it's such a good show. That, the, yeah, this is the dark horse of the season. This is that, like, holy shit, this came out of nowhere. This was, we wrote this off. We wrote this show off, and it is so freaking great. I will, I will be singing the praises of your boy Kong Ming for the foreseeable future, honestly.
0: And unless the opening. It, it, yeah, and the opening. Bums, bum, bum.
1: Unless, no. unless the show bomb bombs, like, this show is going to be great.
0: Yeah, as I was gonna say, it's, four episodes in now five episodes yeah so i think it's fine. Uh, five episodes It's five it, episodes. In. i think it's safe it, it'd have to take a really poor turn
1: again it'd have to bomb bomb
0: yeah yeah but he's a war yeah. strategist how can he he he's he drops bombs boy yeah he drops the bombs he doesn't get bombed
1: i mean depends on what type of bomb that's it'd fair big fart Sp-
0: speaking of a big fart of a show, you have a couple that you're still watching that I can't believe you are.
1: No, I'm just watching one fart of a show, um, which is Tomodachi Game. They are literally on the same fucking round two. Um, more rumors coming out, and the, like this episode just kind of surrounds like the guy who's a villain. At this point, it's such a shit show on fire, like in a flood. Like you know that like that gif of like the dumpster that's on fire just being swept away by a flood. Yeah. This is that show. It's something you can't look away from. You're like, okay, what ridiculous shit is coming out next? Because I don't give a crap about any of these characters. I really don't give a crap about the fucking announcers. Like, not announcers, but the people who are spying on them being like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, here's your exposition of why this is happening. Like, it is so bad. It is such a dumpster fire that I'm just... Sorry, there's like a gnat and I just started swatting at it and I look like a crazy person. Um, this show is such a dumpster fire that, like, I can't look away. I really can't. There's there's a dumpster fire of, like, Shield Hero, which I'm so sorry, Sted, you told me this newest episode somehow got even worse, and I'm very sorry. Like, there's that type of dumpster fire where it's like, this is legitimately just bad. There's the type of dumpster fire of, um what other show did I drop? Not, not Fanfare, but I dropped another one. Was it? Oh, it was just Shield Hero. Yeah, just just a dumpster fire you can't look away from. Yeah, it really is. But it's not like something like Promise Neverland season two, where you're just like you're hurt by it. This is just like I had no attachments going into it. I have zero attachments coming out of it, except for this is a big fucking joke, and I'm laughing my whole way through it. So, it's it's really like it's stupid. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. If you like a really dumb show that you can just turn your literal brain off and just not give a two craps about, this is the show for you, because it is just bad. It is bad in all the best ways. It is overly dramatic. It is overly everything. It is overly stupid. Just go like if you just want to turn your brain off and just like, or you just you know had a little bit too much of Mary Jane and you just need to watch something to just be like, what the fuck is going on? This is that show. I mean, it, is, it really is. Yeah. But um, the thing I'm most actually... The one sh- the one thing I really want to talk about this week, almost nobody has seen. Um, there was a movie that came out this week called Pompo the Cinephile, which is... It, I thought it was only out for two days. It's out... In select theaters after the original two days Which was last Wednesday, Thursday So it should still be out In your local, well not local theaters It should be out in major metroplexes In select theaters If you have the opportunity, go see it It's not that it's like overtly amazing It's not that it's bad It's a solid 7.5 Or 7.5 to 8.0 Type of movie The music is great Okay, the music is good. The animation is absolutely phenomenal. The story is, is good. It's good. The story is good. There's one scene where I'm like, what in the ever-living fuck is going on? But it's the ending, the ending of this movie that is so, like, it, I, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It is so well wrapped up in so many different ways that I don't want to spoil Like when you go see it, when you watch the movie, the last line, just look that up via the movie itself. Like the, like the whole film as a whole and the, what they're doing in the film. It is so perfect. It has haunted me the past few nights because like, it's just one of those things that you're just like, man, what a good fucking, like not twist, but what a good ribbon you put on this plot point, I'll say. It's, it's an okay movie, but the ending of that movie to me is so just something that I haven't seen in a very long time that it just stuck with me, and it will stick with me for a while. It, um, I will say, if you can't go see it in theaters, it was announced today that um, it'll come out digitally... Actually, hold on. Let me
0: just look it up real quick. Because I think I uh, I picked up the manga, and I'm excited. I am excited to read it too. Because it was, I didn't know anything about it until I saw it on like social media that it was coming out on theaters, and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. I'm gonna look it up, and it was like, oh, it's like from the award winning or like highly highest selling manga, Pampa the Cinephile, and I'm like, oh, I've never heard of it, and it's like, I think it's only two two volumes I think three?
1: I think it's three
0: is it three because I only saw two when I bought them but I mean regardless it looks it looks funny like the concept is really interesting like I, I like the kind of I mean like without going too far into detail but three, like
1: but the third one isn't out yet that's why
0: ah so then I was right it's only two right now um right, but, anyway, but w- when I saw the trailer I was like immediately kind of gave me like the keep your hands off Isakin sort of thing with like the like the movie Fittular within the movie vibes. or like yeah like show within it's the Fittular
1: show vibes in which it's like yeah like keep your hands off Isakin which was my favorite show two years ago that was a like a show about how manga or how anime is created this is like hey here's a movie about how movies are created i will say that that's like loose that's like super loose plot wise as to what it is like sure they do have some of that like, they do have a good amount of it in there, but not being in the industry and not having that kind of, like, behind-the-scenes peak as to how it is, I don't know if that's how exactly everything works. Like, yeah. the broad strokes of it is definitely how it works, but, like, I don't know what nitty-gritty details in there uh, that are true about how a movie is made. Also, if you can't go see it in theaters, it is out digitally June 28th and on physical Blu-ray and DVD uh, July 12th this year. So you don't really have to wait all too long if you do want to go if you don't want to see it in theaters and you'd rather, you know, stream it in your own home or whatever, it comes out late June, early July physically. So I do think that it is worth a rental and if you like it, buy it. I mean, I'm all for support what you love. Um I'll definitely be buying this just from the ending. Like it's it's a movie I want to rewatch for sure because I want to see all the subtle things that I missed. Yeah. But, like, that ending is going to stick with me so much. It is so good. But um, that's that's all I'm going to say about Pompo the Cinephile. I won't even give, like, general, like, I, we kind of get general plot points of it's, like, basically how a movie's made. But that's a, that that's was in the trailer. Like, that's, that's like the super generalized part yeah. of it. Oh, no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say go watch the 15 second trailer over the minute 30 trailer of this movie. And if you like the 15 seconds of what you saw, go watch it. But that's all I'm going to say about Pompo. Um, let's see here. What would you rather hear first, Birdie Wing or Heroines Run the Show?
0: Both at the same
1: Resistance. time. Uh, oh, no. Um, Okay, we'll just go with Birdie Wing. Uh, Birdie Wing. So I said that this show was very... I'm not budging from this show's very good. I'm really enjoying this show. This is so last season, Subaco Ibisco was like the anime ass anime of the season. Right. Birdie Wing is the anime ass anime of this season.
0: Which makes me laugh this because sh- it's a golf anime. That like that's so This shit is uh,
1: batshit. It's so <laughs> batshit crazy. I love yeah. So, I was talking to a friend I was like, you know, like if you like Haikyuu, you'll probably like this because it's just over the top, it's ridiculous, it's fun. There's no real superpowers, but like, you know, it's it's fantastical of sorts. I also mentioned that like other than the f- original outfit of, you know, Underground Girl, this isn't really a fan servicey show. I fucked up. This episode is kind of fan y but it's not because of it, like Frank. the characters you already know. It's because of the characters you're introduced to in which as soon as she's done so like the last episode ended off with like the girl missing the putt and you're like what the fuck it wasn't because they changed the course because of the, like the movements underneath no we'll get to that the person who's the sponsor their PA their personal assistant was just in the sidelines using a laser pointer and pointed it in her eye at the last second and she just fucked up the putt that's why she she missed it and tied the last day God and she still damn ended it. up winning the tournament because oh. you know she's under X amount for the last three days compared to the girl who just entered for the last day, who's tied. So it's like, okay, they tied quote unquote. And like, you know, she gets upset, whatever. As soon as that tournament is done. And the girl is like the underground girls kind of like sulking, like, oh whatever she gets over it. And she like, cause they're going to meet the next day at 5. AM and golf against each other again. Yeah. They're, they're getting up real early, but, uh, um, Jesus not- or the person that she made a deal with to get into the tournament, not the main sponsor, but like the one underneath it, the store owner. Yeah. Store owner's like, hey, by the way, you're coming with me. I need you for a job. They go to, I forget, I forget what. It's like basically a conglomerate that has has ties with like the mafia, and the mafia and this conglomerate are like fighting over a piece of land. So the way that they're going to settle it, is by one whole like a one whole golf tournament. So it's underground girl and then fan service character which is like uh something viper is her name, but she basically like she has the fangs of a snake and like a kind of like a tongue like a snake and she does like the fan service thing of like licking her lips and everything and she's got the excess cleavage It's whatever. It is what it is. Like a snake. And she basically... It's it's all accurate yeah. to a snake. Sure. And Snakes are known to have excess in, in cleavage. Like, in, like, a snake, they shed their skin, and um, this person's <laughs> distraction thing uh, basically, nobody can figure out how this person gets under golfer's skin, but they just do sometimes. And basically, the, the gimmick behind it is this person unzips like they're like it's not like a third three-quarter like jacket it like goes down to the belly button yeah type of jacket it's
0: a full like a full body suit but
1: like it goes down to the belly button she like unzips it and she has like a lot of perfume on that's like actually kind of poisonous that throws your balance off and that's what fucks up the golfer so anytime she's standing near the main girls it's just like she gets like she misses like she messes up her shot because of it And then she figures it out and she wins, et cetera, et cetera, happily ever after. But the ending of the episode is apparently they're three hours away from the golf course. So she's like driving her, like the, the bet was like, if the snake, like they added a bet on top of like whoever wins, like the mafia person or the conglomerate gets the land between the two golfers, underground girls, like, Hey, if you like, if I win, you're going to be my, my personal chauffeur. I need you to drive me somewhere. And she's like, cool, if I win, I get to play with you and do whatever I want to you for a day. Yeah, it's that type of episode. Oh, okay. It's it's that type of episode. Yeah. (laughs) So homegirl wins, like underground girl wins and has this girl drive her to the golf course, which is like apparently three to four hours, or it's four hours away. And she has like two hours until tea time. It's like 3 a.m. Like because of this poison, they keep tying each other. It fucking time passes. And by the time she gets there, like, it's two hours past, and she gets to the green, and she's like, fuck, I'm late. And there's the ball from the other girl, like the professional girl. Like, her ball had a Pac-Man on it, and she left the ball there on the tee on the, fir- on the first hole, and it's the Pac-Man, and it has a tear on it.
0: And Aww. on the other side
1: of it where it was blank, it said liar. So what is what happens? Pro golfers on the plane about to take off, Which is right next to the golf course, by the way. Oh, for fuck's sake! And all of a sudden, they're taking off, and you see a golf ball just kind of just soar next to the plane. And that's when the girl looks out the window. She's like, "You liar, whatever!" And she hits the golf ball again, and it like travels with the plane, and eventually, it's like, "This is an anime ass." This is oh
0: my god! It is. This is is incredible. Fucking good. It's
1: incredible. (laughs) It's so it's so stupid. It's great. It is this is this is the Sabaku Bisco of the year, uh, the season, and it's like it's it's about golf. Yeah, it's about golf. It's Who knew so, golf could be so interesting? It's so stupid. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. It's so silly. Go watch it. Um, last one. Heroines run the show. It's a good episode. It's it's her like. What can I really bring to the table and. They throw a free concert, and they're supposed to give away the freebies. They forgot the freebies at the office, so she takes a cab over to get the freebies, gets the freebies, gets back in the cab, cab runs into the traffic. She gets out of the car, and what does she do? She does what she came to Tokyo to do, to run. So she runs with all the freebies back to the concert, makes it in time. They get all the freebies to their fans or whatever, and happily ever after. It's a great show. It's a good show. I'm enjoying it. It is what it is. Tell me about Skeleton Knight and Onipon, because I miss Onipon this week.
0: I'll start with Skeleton Knight. It it's just more Isekai Isekai stuff. It's funny. This was like similar to Birdie Wing. It was like the first episode with some fan servicey stuff, but it was it was done in a very comedic way, which I will say like the comedy in this show is actually really it's really good in my opinion. Like it's not like a great Isekai. The town's very boring. Like the world itself is really boring and like big. Like it's it's weirdly huge and barren for the most part. Like so traveling around basically they just they get by by having the main character um skeleton man like teleport in dimension shift everywhere which uh, you complained about this with Overlord, so i know you'd hate it in skeletonite was they always like when they use an ability they always have like the ability kind of pop up so like whenever he yeah. uses, yeah so I, I every time it happens i, I kind of chuckle and i'm like i know frank would be mad and he'd start yelling um
1: be like what the fuck is this shit yeah
0: But, like, I mean, it's an enjoyable watch just because, like, it's a funny isekai. It's nothing new or fantastic. It doesn't, like, try to reinvent the genre. It's just, like, it's just a isekai about a skeleton knight who's extremely overpowered because basically everyone he's come in contact with is like, oh, you're this knight. Like, you're, like, a holy knight. And he's like, yeah. And then he does all these things and then all the other characters are like, wait a second they can't do that what are you and he's like ah, ha 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 got to run so like, bye. yeah i mean like they early on just basically cement the fact that he is extremely extremely op uh, but the yeah. the one fan servicey part that made me laugh was they're sneaking into this building to go Rescue some elves that are captured because he's helping out an no, elf. No. Uh, All you uh, have
1: to say is just elves, and you just know that. This, no, it wasn't it's up to no good.
0: No, no, no. It's not the. It's not like the elves being captured. It's not like a Mashoko tensei like weird prince mm-hmm. pervy scene. No, it's the mm-hmm. the the elf warrior that he teams up with, or actually she hires him as a mercenary. Uh, they go to the roof, and she's like, "All right, there's a little window. I'll sneak through," and <laughs> she gets stuck, and obviously for you know, reasons of her the dimensions of her body. But the the noise it makes when she like frees herself oh, is just no. a little like pop noise. It's like and <laughs> it made me laugh so hard that it was just like a really like cartoony pop. And I'm like, this is this show's so stupid, but I love it. But that was like I the only fan service thing.
1: For some reason I thought you were gonna say like the noise it made was like Skin being ripped off a of skin. You oh know, God, like the, no! Do you remember that scene in Dodgeball where the cheerleader falls on top of Justin Long? Yeah, and no. they rip her off, and it's just like the.
0: Yeah, no, not that. No, the very okay. much more cute and and funny, and like okay. just a very cartoony popping noise. But like the also, un- what
1: a fucking yeah. deep deep cut of Dodgeball. Like I know, Jesus
0: is... Christ! But no, it's a fun it's a fun watch. I'll, I'm gonna continue it, but. You know, again, it's just it's goddamn better than three hundred years killing slimes is for an Isekai, that's for sure.
1: I feel like most shows are better than three hundred years Which
0: they should be. They all should be, but some aren't. And for some goddamn reason, three hundred years is getting a second season. This don't know really. don't know who asked, don't know who's gonna watch it, but yeah, it's getting a second season. So
1: watch your fiance get really into it.
0: I hope to God not. <laughs> I hope to god. I anyway. Something that should right. have infinite seasons because it's hilarious is Onipon, which this yeah, one this week, this one was adorable because they're trying to help out a like a market street in the town that they're in. Like basically, everyone stopped going to this market street on the weekends because you know why why support mom and pop shops when you can just go to your big brand so this convenience is that, stores?
1: That one episode of Food Wars.
0: I sure I'm gonna take your word for it, but basically I right. haven't watched. Food. Anywho. yeah no I don't want to watch food explode close off people I get yelled at fantastic. enough I get yelled at enough for watching slice of life I don't need that to haunt me too you're basically watching Anywho. tentacle porn um, yeah so this yeah. one is like all three girls are basically trying to find ways to help out the the market and they each meet like a different vendor so one of them meets uh, a dagashi shop owner and she's like She's an older woman. She's like, yeah, no, the kids don't come by anymore. And so the oni is like, I'm gonna make a mascot, and it's this terrifying garbage monster that she creates, and she's <laughs> that like scares everyone away. So she's like, well, that doesn't work. And another one meets up with a vegetable, like a farmer, uh, a vegetable seller, and she's like, oh, I know, like a uh, famous social media influencers who just go to places and eat food and have a huge following. I will like create social media posts to get this, you know, to get more traffic here. And she, she does a live event and she just stumbles and doesn't know what to say. And people, it was so funny because they had like the overlay of like, as if she was live on like Instagram and like comments Mm -hmm. popped up. And the first comment that popped up, it translated it to this in English. I don't know what it actually said in Japanese, but it it translated. It said WTF.
1: And I'm like, I'm like, this is
0: a kid's show, right? Like, what did it actually say? Like, I'm, I'm so interested to know. That's
1: pretty but, funny.
0: Yeah, that was funny. But then the other girl, she goes to, she like, all these animals run away. And she basically trains them to be like circus animals now. So she helps out like the pet shop owner. But anyway, the episode ends with all of them getting together. And they're like, oh, there's a, and I don't know how this came up. But they're like, oh, there's a cooking contest. Uh, We should enter it on behalf of the market street and get money for the, you know, all the vendors and stuff. And so they make, they make a stew and it's like, you know, it doesn't seem like anything special, but they use like, they don't use all of the things because they don't kill the animals from the pet shop, but they use the animals to like, basically get people to go there and support and like do funny tricks to entertain people. But like
1: okay, so they didn't use the animals as stew.
0: Correct. No, they did. However, use the vegetables from the vegetable guy and candy from the candy store, and uh, the judges loved it. So, I, I, I don't know how to explain this scene, but it, it did feel like they put all of the money into this two minute scene of the the judges eating the stew because the judges are like, poof, what? There can't be anything special about this. This is just stew, and they eat it. They shoot off into space and go on an, an extraterrestrial adventure. And you're like, this is hilarious. But then it gets even funnier and somehow darker because then they land on a planet where all of... It's basically like the all the... Dinosaurs are made of vegetables and the volcano erupts and kills them and the volcano is stew. So it's like the dinosaur extinction event but all the dinosaurs are like vegetables and then the yeah, like the whole scene oh, was chaotic no. but I'm just watching it like what fucking drug trip were they on to think yeah, this is a good scene for kids. Let's make it basically back in prehistoric era where all the dinosaurs are food and the volcano that kills them is stew. like so funny this show is hilarious for a kid's show like again it's nothing special it's not like you know it's not a 10 out of 10 it's not going in my list of must watch but it's just a really funny show to just turn your brain off and laugh as if you're watching saturday morning cartoons as a kid like i can't get enough of it it's so much fun
1: yeah i i i just hadn't didn't have the time this week to watch it. There's that and then there was one other show I actually started watching last night, which we're, we'll discuss here shortly Um, where I just couldn't get through and I just stopped and I just said, if I have time, we'll watch this later. But yeah, it's it's hard to find the time to watch everything I want to watch this season. like I mean, it really is. Like, yeah, unless you are dedicated to watching like three shows a day you've got to binge like you got to take a day to just binge everything or take two days to just like separate what you're gonna watch because like at this point i'm in one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven shows and that's not even counting summertime rendering which i will maybe get to in our outro
0: and yeah i mean like i personally want to watch birdie wing because i enjoy golf and i do want to watch your boy kong ming but i have like Two or three other shows that just through social media and like other content creators, I've seen them post about that I genuinely now want to watch just because they look interesting. I just don't have the time for it.
1: Which one? Cup- couple of cuckoos?
0: Uh, no, fuck that noise. Not that one. That one looks uh, uh, like disturbing to a whole new levels. No, one's about like a superhero that falls in love with a villain and they like date. Yep. That one looks kind of do... cute. And that then,
1: one does look pretty fun. I I don't remember the name of it. And but then, I'll look it up while you say this other one.
0: There's a there's a one there's one that I saw in um Guguk's recent video on the like spring series, the spring anime season. And dance it's, dance dance sewer. No, not dance, dance, Dance Um, it's like a, an isekai where basically they kill off people that have been isekai'd. Oh, that's that right. looks fucking hilarious. Like basically it's it I think to sort of sum it up, the premise of the show is like everyone gets isekai so the people that get isekai they all go to the same place and they make japan too essentially but Mm -hmm. the problem is is that the people that get isekai into this new area like they they get born with these powers so like the premise of the show is that they have to hunt down these people and kill them before they become powerful (laughs) like yeah that is hilarious taking isekai to like the different like level where like everyone's everyone's aware of the isekai, like the isekai effect to the point where they have to find those that get isekai and end them. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely uh, hilarious.
1: The, the one show you were talking about though is love after world domination.
0: Yes. That one looks really funny. It looks, it looks very fan servicey just based on like the outfits. I, I, don't think they play into it as much from what A little I've seen. Yeah. But I don't think they play into it so much, at least from the content that I've seen online. It's just like, I like that. I like the premise. Superhero falls in love with villain. They try to date and they hide it from each other's, you know, res- respective compatriots, I guess. One from the yeah. evildoers, the other from the heroes and heroines. So I it's, it's an enjoyable, enjoyable concept. So I think I'd like that. But yeah, no, this season's stacked. It's hard for me to get through... Some of them, but I think we have a show...
1: It's only going to get worse.
0: I know, but thankfully, I mean, you've already you've already canceled out Shield Hero. Sounds like, I mean, I, I, at least I'm praying for you, that you'll finally get rid of Tomodachi game at <laughs> some point. Ah, well, never mind. But we do have a show, I think, in common that we're both sort of putting on the back burner. Like, if we have time, we'll watch yeah. it, but most most likely we won't. And that's Aharon san
1: which yeah, I, I'm
0: I'm, I'm just, kind yeah. of upset about. I really am, because I had high hopes that this was gonna be like a really quirky, kind of chaotic show. Like I yep. I had the hopes that it could it could reach the level of like my senpai is annoying in terms of just like comedy and having like a a pretty like cohesive storyline, you know, episode to episode. But really like the side characters aren't too interesting outside of you know the main two which is rido and aharan like we don't have any real development in their relationship there was like a small part in this last episode but that's it like it's just
1: i i honestly was falling asleep during this last episode that i think i turned it off halfway i just couldn't do it basically
0: the episode ends with like her trying to do too much and she almost injures herself and rido saves her and then she's like sorry I feel so useless because you always have to help me. And he's like, what are you talking about? You help me all the time. And like, they basically share like moments that they've had of each other, helping each other. And they come to the realization like, Oh, we help each other out, but in different ways. And yeah, Yeah. that's, that's the message. I mean, again, it was, that was very sweet, but in terms of just the progression of the show, it's, it's moving at a snail's pace and there's little to no progression. Like it has its moments, but they're not enough and they're too sporadic for me to really stay in, like interested and, and engaged as I watch it. So it's going to be yeah. just one of those shows now where I'll, if I have time, which it's going to start getting little, like less and less, you know, once summertime comes out and once I actually decide to start watching those other shows too, that I'll probably just forget about it. And if I do have time, I'll watch it, maybe. But, I, I yeah, it's definitely fallen short of my expectations.
1: Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. By the way, the show that you were looking for about the um, the Isekai one killing the Isekai people is called The Executioner and Her Way of Life, and that is on High Dive.
0: Man, High Dive coming in with the, the heat right now. I thought
1: it was on Crunchyroll. It is on High Dive. But yeah, no, uh, Aharon-san, I'm in complete agreement. Like, it's just, it's, it almost hurts to watch at this point, like, cause it's just so mediocre. Like, it. Yeah. At least with me for Tomodachi, I know it's shit, and i I'm well fully aware. But it's just a train wreck. I can't look away from. This is just one of those things. Like, man, the character designs are unique enough that it could have carried a story and it just doesn't. Yeah. Instead they go the Kagawa route where they do bits and the bits just don't hit right. I don't know if it's because, you know, I'm not millennial enough.
0: No, I it's like for me but, like, it's it just doesn't hit. For me the, the the biggest weakness of this of this show in particular because it takes those formulas of like Komi and Kagawa that the one key element that's missing are are like side characters that are memorable and impactful. Like there, there aren't any in this show. That's the thing. Like they have, they, they're starting to build it with this one character. That's like a a younger kid who like looks at Aharan as like a rival, because I guess there's a, a, like a group of boys that call Aharan like King Ao or something on the playground Mm -hmm. But, like, the, the little girl likes the boys, so she thinks Aharon's trying to, like, steal the boys from her. Like, whatever. Like, there's a, like, a funny dynamic there. Again, like, it's nothing, like, new or anything. But they're trying to, like, build up that. And that's the only side character storyline that is even getting any attention. And I'm like, oh, man, that's, like, but it's already run. Like, the, that joke's run dry. Like, it, it's it's run its course. You can't get anything else out of it. And they're just kind of beating it and beating it now. And I'm like. They're just, they're milking uh, it for all it's worth. Yeah. So it's, it had such potential. People had it high on the list, myself included. But yeah, it has fallen from grace. It's plummeted down the anime mountains and into the hell in which lies 300 years killing slimes. Maybe not that far, but it's getting down there.
1: Like, you talk about that show like I talk about Promise Neverland Season 2. <laughs> Dude, like, it, was, it,
0: it was painful, man. It was painful. But it's
1: not painful in the way of, like, this is no, a good no, no, no. IP, you had an amazing Season 1, and then you fucked everything to Oblivion and back.
0: It was painful in that I could not believe someone made it to begin with, and then on top of that, could not believe it, then got a second season. Like... Mm-hmm. It's it's that sort of painful, where you watch it and you're like, either a child made this and they just said, fuck it, let's do it, or somehow it escaped through the piles and piles of shit and someone was just like, you know what, let's give it a shot, when so, it should have just been burned to begin with.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of another kind of painfully average show, Shigamori.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. this, they're still, Ugh.
1: like, they're hopping around volumes, which is fine, but they're still in volume three. Like, volume three is the end of summer. Like, it, it, it like, goes through summer, and they just, yeah. they, I'm fine with them taking their time, because I really enjoyed this arc, quote unquote. Um, But, I mean, like, of all the episodes, this was probably the most solid of them all. Like, yeah. I, I actually enjoyed this one the most out of them all, because it, it just kind of dives a little deeper into their friendship and how their friend group works and just like, yeah. There's not really much to say that's kind of a shallow show so far. I know a lot of people had high hopes for it, but it's just, it's not, it's not the best, it's not the worst. It's just painfully average, unfortunately. And really weirdly, I'm on Mao right now. Just a a side note. Chikamori has a 716 with 281,000 reviews. Okay. Tomodachi game has 126,000 reviews with a 7.2. So somehow this is doing 0. 0.04 better. Than, or Tomodachi game is doing 0. 0.04 better than shikamori if that tells you anything of how shit show Tomodachi is.
0: Jesus. Yeah, but like
1: I... sh- yeah, like shikamori just it's just like I didn't really again. I didn't really expect much. Like, I it looked pretty, but like you gotta have sustenance with pretty, otherwise yep. you just you have. I probably shouldn't say what I'm about to say, but anyways, you, starts with a B and ends with an imbo.
0: No, oh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah.
1: starts with an H and ends with an imbo.
0: <laughs> yeah, both. I guess both work. Yeah. No, like, I I agree. Just, it, the the weird thing too is yeah. it, it seems like in these last episodes. It, they almost, like, they they heard you, right? Because the the one complaint we had after, like, episode two, three-ish was, like, okay, the shtick of him always getting injured or getting caught in situations where he could get, you know, severely harmed and her saving him. Like, okay, that's going to get old pretty quick. Like, it, it sure, it's, like, different situations and, like, different events taking place, and it might not always be, like, the same level of severity, but, like, that whole element of like he's just a clumsy ditzy person and she's kind of a badass that saves him like it's that's also gonna run its course too it yeah. already seems like they're getting away with it because basically like the only two things that happened in this episode was he his pens or pencils run out when he's taking the test which is hilarious. Six Which is finals, that's yeah. yeah, it's funny, right? But it wasn't like a it wasn't anything like that it was life saving malicious. Yeah, and then a and then a cicada bumps into him when he's outside, and they're all talking about what they're gonna do in the summer. Like that's that's basically it. So Did like now happened
1: when they were at the mall. Uh, I don't
0: think anything. No, happened. no, nothing right. happened. Yeah. So like, there's always like there. It's it's hard now to figure out. Okay, is this just gonna be now a pretty plain. Kind of similar, like, of yeah, like, is it like you're going to go through summer and there's going to be a, a festival episode and then there's going to be probably a beach or river episode because they're going to go to the river, I guess. Like, is it just going to be that or are we going to stick with this? They're going to go to the river, but he's going to get fucking like caught in a, the stream and like shoved down and like have to like, plummet down a waterfall and she's got to save him. And like, like they're so, at the festival and he's going to get like caught on a on a twig near the fireworks and she's got to go rescue him from before he gets burned alive like i'm trying to figure out where they're going with it because again i am gonna hold out hope until the very very end that there's some other weird sci-fi element to this to explain why this is happening but It's dwindling more and more as the episodes go on that it's just going to be a slice of life. And
1: that's why I want to buy more of the source material to just see where it goes ahead of time to know whether or not this is going to be good. What you just said, both are in Volume 3. Like, both of those arcs kind of end, like, in Volume 3. I assume because of summer. And it's... it's, I won't spoil it, but, like, yes and no. Yes and no to what you were saying, but, like, I, I'm i really enjoying this arc. Like, I'm going to enjoy this arc. Whether they make it two episodes or one will be to be determined. I think that they can milk it enough for two. I I honestly thought that they were going to do the whole River episode this episode, but they really milked this one for all it's worth, which is fine. Like, th- this episode, by all means, was probably the best one yet. Um, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, it was because, uh, like, the first three were just all about, like, ah, oh, this guy's a jinx. He's a klutz. He gets injured by everything and everything yeah. and everything. Like, Dar- not Darwin's law. uh Murphy's, Murphy's law. yeah. Yeah, he is Murphy's law. Like, I, I'm intrigued to see where it goes after that. If they actually create a story, if they create some sort of drama, if they create some sort of antagonistic figure to it rather than just being like, this is your everyday slice of life. Because if it's your everyday slice of life, there are so many that have already done it so much better. First and foremost being Horimiya. Mia was the feel-good slice of life, no drama. The the couple ends up with each other at the end. Perfection that it was. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say perfection because it's not a 10 out of 10. I think I rated it like a 9. But um, like if that's the case like you already have that show like do we yeah. really need another with just a gimmick like give us something more and that's why i'm excited to see more after this summer arc because i already know what happens here but um i do love the bonus scene at the end of the credits where shikimori goes to the cooking lesson with his mom which i can't remember the guy's name he's izumi izumi's mom yeah that that scene is freaking hilarious in which Izumi's mom is just like a klutz herself, fucking dropping all the utensils and then like, oh, is that not a left-handed knife? Let me go find you a left... What the fuck is a left-handed knife?
0: I, I don't know. Somebody tell me.
1: Somebody tell me what a left-handed knife is. Because it's like it's like saying it's a left-handed mug. Yeah. But like when she comes running back with a knife, she trips and the knife goes flying through the air and she catches it. And all the instructors are like, y'all motherfuckers better be fucking careful <laughs> like that that scene is hilarious but um yeah. i mean i'm, I'm enjoying shikimori and not like this episode again was the best episode out of them all for the fact that it didn't rely too heavy on the comedic bits of like oh no he's a klutz he's a jinx it's just like hey what are we gonna do this summer okay let's plot out our summer and execute like that's to me yeah. that that I it, really enjoyed that.
0: It's set up what's going to happen next. It's the first episode yeah. we've had where it's you have direction.
1: Agreed. But um speaking of direction and going places, Diamond. Diamond, I'm uh really I'm I'm so fucking surprised as to how much I'm really enjoying this. Again, it, it each and every episode is like its own self-contained thing until you finally meet the guys like Senpai, the guy who taught him guitar, who's more than likely gonna be the girl's daughter. Like, it's setting that up, but, um, yeah, like the show gives you episode, week after week, episode after episode, it gives you a good small, like, here's the drama, here's the conundrum they're in, here's the resolution to it all. Like, it's a very good episode in that way in which this episode was about another one of the side characters who works in the shop in which, you know, he makes a delivery. His phone's, like, back screen or whatever uh, screensaver on his phone was like, this girl and, you know, the person he was delivering it to was like, who's this girl? I need to meet her. I love her. I'm in love with her. Yada, yada, yada. He's like, no, 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 you wouldn't like her, whatever. Like, it gives you that whole plot point, which I thought was was handled very good. Yeah, I thought it was handled very well for what. Like, I won't. I kind of don't want to ruin that one.
0: Yeah, I think we we can was, keep it like that. I think that's fine. We'll
1: we'll keep it. We'll keep it vague because I think that that little side plot wasn't handled horribly like other shows have been, or handled as not unjustly was the word insensitively, like other shows have. I think it was handled well, and I I really enjoyed it. I I actually didn't see it coming. I honestly.
0: Doomed. i i thought it i caught I on was, yeah I, I caught on after a little bit but personally i i think it's that's the best i've ever seen when it yeah. comes to this particular
1: subject I yeah the say, subject I think, matter i think this it would be a toss-up between this and blue period as the handling the subject matter pretty well i i i really do um but They have that plot point, and then they have the plot point of, like, it's like kind of a two-parter episode where, like, half of it deals with that, and the other half deals with them going to a water park. And them being the side employee that just was in part one, the little girl, the main guy, and the main guy's ex-girlfriend. And that whole shtick of them going to the theme park, the guy not knowing how to swim, or being a very bad swimmer. And then, like, there being a music stage off at the side of the the water park where, you know, both the boy and... or the main guy and the little girl kind of like, huh, I wonder who's playing. And, like, it actually being the guy that, you know, they keep envisioning where it's, like, this blonde-haired, pierced-eared guy where you're like, okay, is it the dad? Is it the guy-senpai? Is it both? Is the person the same person? Is it just... I don't know. I thought that this episode was very good the show is so much better than i ever thought it would be because of how interesting each episode is week in week out and that uh, it's truly what i yeah
0: yeah i'm i'm more shocked at the fact that it's they have less to do with the wagashi the the actual like shop itself and the food <laughs> and it's more to do with like the actual like real world problems that these characters are facing. I actually like that aspect. I like how the, cause it, at first when I saw it, I was like, Oh, it's going to be about learning how the shop runs and operates and going through like the trials of, you know, making well, bad then, food both, or
1: both uh, parts of this episode had things to do with that. Like the first part, yeah. had, um, like the, the letter to the guy who they delivered to like, it had the dis, like the sorrow, sad description of like this sweet but empty, you know, sweet that they were given to or was given to him. Like they had that and like the history behind that that snack, and then yeah. also in the water, like uh, the water park part, they had the description of like the ex girlfriend coming into the shop being like, oh summertime is the best time for this one particular treat because it's light or whatever. And then also when they're at the water park where main guy is just like, yeah, I've been trying to play guitar, but every time I play guitar, like my fingers curl because they want to make the candy, which is like a circular thing where you have to curl it into a ball. Yeah. So like they, they like subtly give you all that like knowledge of snack making while giving you a, really good plot
0: yeah well that's what i was gonna say is, is that i i actually oh. appreciate the fact that that is sort of a secondary piece to the show itself like it they they integrate it and they sort of weave it in so perfectly that you get enough of the like oh yeah right this is also you know takes place or primarily is involved at a candy shop or a sweet shop but it's not the central focus of like the show it's all of like it, it it the elements of work them working there so like his the main guy's knowledge of sweets and their backgrounds and like the history and lore behind like you know the different types and obviously like everyone else's involvement with making them and the experiences yeah. they have like that's all comes out as like just in the actual like plot progressions and stories and and those like you know episode to episode tension that they go through, like I I actually think that's that's better than what I had previously thought the show was gonna go by like because I thought it was just gonna be guy goes back has to battle out the young predecessor you know the young successor who they took in in like Which a really sweet shop knowledge. Really. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's not even his 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 main objective now. So I no. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this. It is, it is one of the shows that, I thought yeah this could be really good. It took a completely different turn than what I expected and is probably even better than what I could have imagined it being when I first saw it. So it's definitely at the top of my list for this season. And honestly, like I'm not even hearing a lot of other people talking about it. So. As much as as much as I agree with you that your boy Kong Ming was definitely like the dark horse in terms of like just not on radar for for anyone's list I feel like this one once people hear about it and it starts to get traction people will go oh shit this might be like the actual like dark horse unknown yeah. comes up from out of nowhere show that people are going to start watching and and love
1: Yeah no, I, I completely agree. Like this, this and your boy Kong Ming are definitely the mainstream dark horses to me. I still love heroines around the show because, you know, existential crisis, yeah. jealousy. I want to be this person. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, I don't know how much time we have been recording, but we still have three fucking shows to go let's, through. So
0: let's blast through them. Let's do it.
1: Blast through them. It's funny.
0: It fucking hilarious.
1: I fucking love this show. Like, it, if you want comedy done right, this is the show for you. If you just need a fucking laugh, this is the show for you. And I, I'll say it week in, week out. This is a fucking funny ass show.
0: Yeah, this was the honestly whole... the, this episode though was like more intense than the others. Like, there was like some real like the the drama pieces, and I always think it's because Shiragami is in it. I think that's his, that's how you pronounce his name. Um,
1: the, the, the the not the yeah the accountant
0: yeah yeah the, the guy who plays his, video games I and he's hilarious his basically his whole skit was like he did he does poorly in school but there's a girl that like comes in and and he well at first he shoots laser death beams at the couple that is like continuously From in the episodes last episode. yeah episode Ep- Ep- episode yeah um episode. so then he's like trying to convince kaguya that he's like nope not into getting a girlfriend or anything and then like obviously some girl has to come in and and frazzle him and it's a girl that he has interest in but it's
1: not even just a girl it's his senpai
0: yeah well she's a third year even no
1: she's a second no second she's year. the third he's year. he's the first year she's a second i
0: thought she's a third
1: then never mind yeah okay. that's like yeah, another there's layer there's to it senpai. too
0: yeah still, still senpai, senpai. But, like, it's the girl that when he was in the sports festival, like, she actually, like, reached out to him and, like, talked with him because he joined the cheer squad and he was like, what the fuck am I doing? And she, like, you know, tried to help him out and be nice and, like, actually talk to him like he was a person. So he appreciated that and then obviously had a crush. And then Kaka was like, well, if you want to have her notice you, you have to have, you know, intellectual prowess and you have to be strong. And he's like, like, president and then she gets frazzled funny scene but like the whole that whole first portion of the episode is like him like going really through giving a shit about orbit, yeah like school yeah like actually he's like i he's like i genuinely want to care and i'm genuinely gonna try hard because i do want this for myself and, and
1: he f- ultimately fails and you know like any real person does they're like no this doesn't bother me goes to the bathroom and just like fucking throws a tantrum not a yeah tantrum, he's like but like no, I mean just like it was just for the lack of a better word off the top of my head tantrum because he's really disappointed like he put in the time and work and he thought it would actually pay off in reality he went from like nearly dead last to like up 20 ranks instead so
0: yeah not a, not just, a big improvement yeah and you then feel
1: for the guy but it's just oh, it's so fucking good
0: yeah so like that was like the first intense part but then the second part is is just funny because we see another goddamn character from Kagua's maid, Hay- Hayasaka, Hay- Hayat Hayat, ah, I can't remember her name. The yeah. the blonde-haired woman that honestly is like definite uh, like waifu, like she's got that waifu energy, but she's she has like all these different like disguises because she always has to be watching out for Kagua. But so whenever Chica comes over, she's dressed as a male maid and goes off on this whole tangent about how she the backstory the, the backstory, backstory part is hilarious she, oh my god like she's into the
1: show is just so funny
0: yes yeah like basically the the, the last part of this original conversation with Chica and the maid was that she or he tells Chica that um, obviously he doesn't look at Kagawa or any woman in in a in a romantic uh, gesture because he is not interested. Uh, sexually in women um but and he that is in men. yes but he is definitely in men and that throws chika for a loop and then the the whole ending part that had me on the ground dying is Kagua and shiragane uh they're on the phone because she's Kagua yeah facetiming because kaguya is up late and she's uh, completely out of it
1: she's past her bedtime she goes to bed at 11 it is past midnight and she is tired so she is she is tired as dead. fuck
0: yeah so chica takes this opportunity to basically grill shiragane and ask him who he likes and his sister chimes in and she's like oh i know he's texting all the time on this person on his line and then you're like oh shit it's gonna come out it's gonna be Kagua. and Who's his sister's his sister says the ma- the maid's name and then Chica looks over and you just see the maid the mail maid yeah the mail maid right kind of give a look and just blood splurt out of Chica's nose she's like she's I like I gotta I gotta, have to go gotta to the bathroom <laughs> and just the whole scene had me rolling and basically the episode ends with this last scene of Chica in the bathroom blood like everywhere and she's like the, ma- the mail maid and the president oh god <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't handle it like it's oh so my god the funny. the like the misdirection and the the conversation like the, the the small bits and pieces of conversations that go missing and like obviously like the 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 misunderstandings that characters have play so well into the whole the whole like episode to episode progression because like again that goes into that what we were saying last week on how like they can continue jokes from like last episode last season first season it doesn't matter it doesn't first feel episode. like episode yeah like it doesn't feel like they're they're repeating recently, over and over like it feels yeah, new I've, and it's just oh god it's so funny
1: <laughs> i recently rewatched the first episode because i my little sister and her uh hu- not husband god damn they're not even engaged they're uh her boyfriend who they're essentially engaged but not um Anywho, he had never seen kaguya Osama. She's only seen ep- uh, season one. So we watched the first couple episodes. And I forgot all about the whole, like, what do we do for summer break for the first summer? And it's like, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the mountain. mountains. And yeah. in season two, they bring it up because it's actually summertime. And they're like, yeah, they are so good at bringing jokes full fucking circle, even though it's like episode one joke. Like, yeah. it's just a gag. It's so... The show is so well written that like it's it's I can recommend it to anybody who loves comedy. Oh it's yeah. so damn good.
0: Yeah. Uh, hands. We down. did
1: not ask blast through these shows, so we gotta for the last couple as much as I don't want to.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Spy family. I uh, like it's it's interview round one. Yep. It's yep. so fucking it's, good. It's it's hilarious. So there oh are, my god. This is this is like the the there's like a few pieces that that when I was reading made me laugh out loud and seeing them done in animation are even better. The fucking um, little
1: fat kid stuck in the gutter just like help help oh, and they that, like pull him out and they're like ah oh, there's That wasn't even
0: just, what I was going to get at. The
1: elegance of this family and then yes. like we brought a change of clothes. The elegance of this family. Yeah. Who it, prepares for that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, basically,
0: the interview process starts with them walking and, like, it through the school grounds, and they're already getting judged, and one of the housemasters, who may or may not come back later, wink, wink. Um, nod, nod. He's hilarious. He's, like, all about elegance, and he's, like, testing them, and there's all these, like, different trials. And at one point... They are like, holy shit! The animals are loose, and the housemaster's like, who the fuck signed off on that? And they're like, no one. And he's like, oh Oh, shit! It's like it's an actual, yeah, it's like an actual emergency. All right, everyone, hands on deck! And they, the forgers, start running. And yours, like, I got this. Lloyd Lloyd
1: is like, I gotta get my gun to stop this. He's like, he's like, like, "Ah." yeah. So much attention, and then yours, like, hold, hold on, yeah. I'll uh, let me let me handle this.
0: She does a flip hits two pressure points on this cow that's leading the pack of animals towards the group, paralyzes it, lands, sticks the landing, and the the faces, because, this the like, this whole sequence is super intense. Like, the flip, you see the pressure points get hit, like, the action pose at the end, the slide, the little dust come up, the collapse of the cow, and then the camera pans over, and Lloyd and Anya are, like, jaws on ground, eyes wide open, they're like what the fuck and yours just like i took a class on pressure points in yoga i swear to god please believe it's me to relax it's to relax yoga. them they're not he's there's like the cow's not dead it's just sleeping and then, and then anya, anya goes, goes, up to... goes up and pets the
1: cow <laughs> just like <laughs> just, there there don't worry yeah, about it it's okay it's just like you'll be down fine and then cow. The cow walks away <laughs>
0: The and then they part. have
1: another pair of fucking clothes to change into, yeah, because their clothes were ruined, and the fucking headmaster just loses it. He's at like, this
0: "Yeah, runs outside." He's like, "You've vested me," and they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about, but cool." No, this, show's this, this shows. this show is. This show is incredible. I, I'm really excited, to see, how they are going to like how, how fast it's going to progress. Because at the rate that they're going right now, I really, really hope that they don't zoom through some of these next few chapters. I, so, I agree. Yeah, because so like, Frankfurter and I have read through the source material up to date. Um, so we know, obviously, what happens. But we had predictions early on when we were talking about it before it came out. Of like, oh, we, we anticipate it ending around this point. Because it's two core, the second core is going to come out in fall. So we're like, okay... First twelve episodes, and then I think it's thirteen episodes in fall. Yep. Um, we're like, we should end around here. I'm at the rate it's going right now, I'm really, really happy. But I have a f- slight fear that they might try to zoom through certain pieces, and I think it's going to be coming up now, just because of where I th- I anticipate them ending this first core. And I hope that's not the case, because by golly, there are some scenes. There, th- the next arc is going to be so funny because it's going to involve everyone's favorite character and it's only just going to get funnier and funnier and i just it's so great
1: i don't think that they end it where i thought they would which is um yeah i
0: think you were i think that's a little ahead
1: i think yeah i think that would be season two and i think season two will be an actual like 12 12 episodes yeah Agreed. I think that that's where they'll go with season two. Um, we're, we're being so
0: cryptic on, on a podcast, which is are, probably not are, great. Right? But
1: <laughs> it's—I t- mean, it's the age-old debate. Oh, are you a manga fan or are you an anime fan? It's like we like both, but like, and we—we we, I legitimately think Kaguya is better as an anime than it is a manga. I straight up, I do. Uh, there are things I think that are better as manga than there are anime, but um, Soul Eater. I haven't watched Soul Eater, so I don't know. But I've uh. w- read the first six perfect editions, or however many are out. I think it's fantastic, minus the fucking aged fan service. But <gasps> uh, to bring it all back, like Spy Family, it's this is a special show, and I told you this earlier, and I'll say it. I'll say it out loud. I don't fucking care. This show has potential to be the Cowboy Bebop of this generation. Like, in in the sense of, like, hey, what is a show that you would recommend to a first-time viewer? This, by all means, is already that show. 100% already that show. Yeah. But I think that this show, the story and where it's gone so far in the source material and what's already been presented to us now is so special that it could be equated to, like, this generation Cowboy Bebop Because of how well done the characters are, how well done the writing is, and how well—I mean, the animation aside, the music aside, because both are fantastic, Cowboy Bebop, you know, it's it's a bit older. It hasn't aged the greatest in some senses, but I still think that the animation is top-notch. Mm-hmm. Everything that made Cowboy Bebop so special is the same thing that is making everything about this show special, which is why I'll say that this might be, it has potential. I won't say that it absolutely is. I think it has potential of being this generation's Cowboy Bebop.
0: Yeah. Or,
1: or Trigun, which by the way, I watched Trigun for the first time last year and I mean, my opinions on that are probably not popular, but it's good, (laughs) but it doesn't, the animation does not hold up by any means. But
0: when we had a debate before too, and I'll, I'll make it really quick, but the debate was like, if you were to show someone who's never seen an anime or someone who's wanting to get into anime and you only had one episode of a show to do it, if you could only show them one episode to get them interested, it didn't matter what genre, it didn't matter like the, the style, the, the era, whatever. You had one shot. What episode of a show would you show them? And as as surprising as this made, might seem to many of you who obviously know my opinions on it, my answer had been for a while, Attack on Titan. Because I think the first episode of Attack on Titan, it, it kicks you right into it, the thick of it. It's good. It's yeah, very I mean, it, good. It, it throws you the in... The first
1: three seasons are great.
0: Yeah, I mean, it throws you in so fast. Like, there's no, like, lead up. There's no, like, slow progression build. It is... First episode, blammo, action happening. Like, like, there's no denying that it, it it is a very, very, very good first episode. And I think to get someone interested, especially if they're into action or in, like, that sort of you know, style, that's an mm-hmm. ideal episode. My opinion has since very much changed. And I think Spy Family is probably now the show to show someone. Because... It it's really, is. yeah, no, I know. I already, what...
1: showed, I already showed it to my buddy Billy who thought that I I sent him a copy of Your Name for Christmas because he, he likes that genre enough in, you know, regular media. I sent him a copy and his review of was, it's okay. It was pretty. And we, <laughs> I sat him down. We watched the first episode of Spy Family and he was like, I'm in. This is fantastic. I yeah. love it. It's cute. It's great. Like yeah. this is already that show.
0: Well and, and that's what I was gonna say too, is that like I, I think this is the like the the epitome of what a perfect, like introductory anime is because it, it's not confusing, right? It's it's a very, very simple premise. You know, it's obviously really pretty to look at artistically. The the music fits the vibe is you know, it, it, there's there's some I elements can't to get it that, that
1: outro. I can't get the outro out of my head. I know it, it is, it is it's so
0: chill, but it's, it's got that
1: great, and the intro is great too. Like it,
0: yeah, that oh, brain worm oh. goes and sinks deep, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean like sorry, as a show overall, I think, I mean it it's it's top tier, but in terms of just the first episode of to get someone interested, it has all of those key elements you want. To show someone and be like, hey, this is what an anime, like an anime, like a top, top tier anime is. And can be. Yeah, excuse me, can be. Because
1: there are, if we're going to be real, there aren't many shows like this. There are like, there are well, shows like this, but there aren't many that are so encompassing that a casual person who isn't into the genre of anime or animated shows can really get into because there is this that or the other that will turn them off yeah this because like just really encompassing of just like a good show in general yeah which is why i equated it to cowboy bebop because that show is a good show in general like of all tv shows it is my favorite show of all time
0: yeah no i 100 a hundred percent agree i i just think in, in the sense of like show we're just refining the scope to one episode to, to have basically just a hit or miss. You, you get one shot to get someone, sit them down and go, Hey, watch this and tell me what you think. Spy Family is that show. Cause there are a lot of other shows out there that I would show people to be like, Hey, this is what anime is. But you watch the first episode and you're like, you could easily lose them. Cause it's a slow build or it's confusing or, you know, it might be too obscenely, you know, anime, ish with its tropes or whatever it might be like spy family is the pinnacle of what a great anime could can be and is and i think this is exactly the type of show that you want to show someone who's again thinking about it or interested or whatever to be like hey if you want to get into anime this is what you should watch because it has everything you want plus more I am just I am excited to go on this ride because as I said we've read the manga we know what's going to happen but seeing it now animated all those additional expressions and moments that you don't get to see obviously play out Perfect. in full yeah like you know panel to panel you kind of put the pieces together but like seeing it in an actual anime form is like so beautiful like, and it's I'm per- like
1: I'm getting chills just thinking of the panel of Lloyd punching the mosquito because out of frustration of the interview and like how it was animated and how it played out like that scene yeah. panel alone is so oh my god is so good. If you for some reason if you are not watching the show, go watch the show. It's on Crunchyroll. It is it's top notch. This is the pinnacle of what anime can be and storytelling in general can be like, granted, we haven't really gotten into this. We've only grazed the surface of what the storytelling is in this show, but like, just trust us because we've read where like, you know, we're up to date and how they've handled just where we're at right now. That like that story that isn't just surface deep, If they handle it anything like they've handled what they have so far, is going to be like you're going to forget about Attack on Titan. You're going to forget about Demon Slayer. You this is going to be that show that people talk about. Mm -hmm. Like it already is, but like once you really hit full force into that story, this is you're not going to get away from it. You you can try and get away from it now, but you can't get away from it in the future if they handle the rest of the source material the way they have now. And I'm like that's that's what scares and excites me the most is because of how well it's been so far. Yeah, and I I, we can gush over this more and more and more every freaking day, but um, we we got a show to finish. Comey can't communicate. We're back, season two, baby. Um. It's more of the same. It's it's exactly what I wanted. It's exactly from the source materials. We get the c- character introduction of uh Katai Mokoro, who is basically Perfect. a bully-looking character but like he's just a softy at heart. He's scared of his own fucking shadow. I love him. I this character is fantastic. He like has a crush on uh, No, he doesn't have a crush on. He he kind of they kind of like Hint at it, like, that he's like, admires Tadano. Yes, Because exactly. Komi is his master of communicating. Which is it's hilarious so, in itself. It's so fucking funny. Like, the, the irony of that is great. Like, you, I mean, we're already season in. We know Komi can't communicate. And then you bring in this character who's like, she's the master of communication. She's giving me these subtle hints without saying a fucking word. I, she is my sensei, like, oh, my, dude. Yeah. Like, Well, and it was even... so fucking... Just so well written. It's so
0: good. The way the episode started was even better too, because it was basically Najimi like recapping what happened in season one, and then going over all of the friends that Comey made. <laughs> and it was like super intense and very heartwarming. And then like it kind of snaps back to Najimi being like, "You only made, you only made twenty two friends." Oh God, we got a long way to go. And then Comey <laughs> just being like, "Huh? Wait, I thought I did good." So I like how they did that. but I was, <laughs> I was watching it the episode with my fiance, and I laughed so hard. Basically time um, Katai made a noise because he like basically his inner monologue is this like very sweet sounding, you know, young gentleman, you know, just basically being like, you know, I missed the first semester because I was out sick and I was too afraid to go to school, but now I'm here. I'm gonna make a great impression. starts off with him like accidentally running into the door and people think he kicks it and just him walking and being like, okay, that could have gone better. Oh, and everyone's shit. like, yeah, everyone's like super scared. He's like, oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll give him a smile. And like, he turns and just goes, Bleh. and everyone's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I could not stop laughing. Anytime, anytime the voice in his head was, Drastically different than what was coming out of his actual mouth or what was actually like his actual facial expressions were, like, absolutely fucking killed me. I, yeah, it we're starting off where we ended last. It's still great. Again, what we've said before, I'm this season is
1: going to be so much better than season one. It, By, I, I like well, hand and fist better.
0: It's, It's going to be better for a different reason because season one basically is the, hey, here are all the friends I made. Season two is now, hey, look at how these relationships are evolving and all these different situations I'm now in because of it. And you're going to get more of those like, here are the growing moments. Here are some other characters that are also going to help in those moments of like me improving on communication and making those new friends and being able to extend outward more and be more extroverted. Like that's what season two is going to turn into now. I don't know how far, because again, we're, this is something else that we have. We're reading the source material on. I don't know how far into this material that season two is going to get, but I can tell you one thing we're going to get into two characters. Well, actually three more characters that I absolutely adore and I cannot wait for them to keep, get more spotlight because they are absolutely hilarious in the source material. And I just want them to get animated and I want their, them to get their time to shine front and center. So bring on season two. I cannot wait.
1: Is it the the, like little character that like pretends to be like the announcer for the entire series? No,
0: they are characters we've already been introduced to. It's just, they've haven't had a great role. Like they haven't had like a, a big role yet. And they okay. get more involvement as the at least oh, as the material is it the goes country on. Country bumpkin, country bumpkins one who I love. Country but bumpkin's it's, amazing. But it's actually, I it's not a spoiler by any means. Um, Tadano's sister and Comey's oh. brother, they are fucking oh, incredible. I forgot about that and how good cool
1: that fucking is. Oh. They
0: are so funny, both by themselves and together. I it's just absolutely superb. Like there it's, are yeah. Again, that goes no, no, sort no, no. of into just, like the evolution.
1: We're just going to stop it there, stop yeah. Right there because yeah, it, it's phenomenal. I'm I don't know, are they in their second semester or their second year now Are they st- on second they are semester in first year.
0: second semester first year. So we so aren't going I to wondered... get to the level that I'm talking about, but what I'm but are they mm, there yeah. are pieces for characters that I they will start to be shown more and more. And I am very excited to see that happen. So we yeah, are.
1: I, I agree. I, I'm this show.
0: We are in it, baby. We're going along. I sung
1: it's praises. I sung it's praises. Season one, season two, I'm just going to say already is going to be so much better just for the fact that they're going to get into kind of, if they get into second year.
0: Yeah. If they if get into they get second, into second year,
1: year. Oh my fucking God. Is this show going to be so amazing? If that's safe for season three, that's still fine this season is going to be so much better than season one, just from the character perspective of their growth. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The show is amazing. You guys are all amazing. Thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, if you want to tell us why we are baka's, why we are idiots, go to Twitter. We are at bakako podcasts. Um, all of our socials are there. All of the ways you can interact are there. We have a link tree there. If you want to support the show, we do have a Buy Me a Coffee that keeps the servers running so we can keep these uh, episodes uploaded and online. So um, if you want to support us that way, you can. If you just want to support us by talking to us and giving us feedback, we also greatly, greatly appreciate that. Like, We're always looking to evolve. We're always looking to um, just change it up every year and there. Next week, we'll be recording on Tuesday since I am out of town on Monday. So we will be back Tuesday. We will upload these. uh, We're pretty consistent on uploading on Wednesday minus this past week because of my fucky-wucky. So, um, (laughs) I mean, a little minor
0: fucky-wucky, but
1: just a minor fucky-wucky this past week. But um, we'll be back next Tuesday with another live episode. Myself, I will be I have a live. uh, So I stream now consistently. I have a schedule So if you want to see that, you can check that out on my Twitter. But until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then.